You're listening to Dramas Over Flowers with Saya, Anissa and Boromir. Welcome to another episode of The Wild Yak. This one's a whole new-ish experiment, which requires no foreknowledge of the subject matter, but you may want to queue up your playlist for... well, you'll find out. I dare you to remain unmoved by this episode of overspilling squee and general hair downness. Sadly, we lost Anissa, but don't worry, we won't let her go on holiday next time. If you're missing her too, make sure you check out the outtakes and minisodes we've dropped in our Patreon, where a discussion on the demerits of unnecessarily long films awaits. You can find that and more at patreon.com slash dramasoverflowers. So... Onto this ridiculous and fantabulous episode. <laughs> Enjoy! Hi everyone, I'm Saya. And I'm Borova. <laughs> oh, do you know how I wanted to lead into this? I wanted to lead into this with a dearly beloved. We are gathered here today in the sight of God. To, <laughs> to talk about sewing gook. <laughs> that sounds like a legend intro. So we are here to talk about sewing gook. Um, as you know, we have begun a new type of episode called Wild Yak. So this is like maybe a second, third, fourth, fifth. Who knows? <laughs> it will be one of our wild yaks, right? And you may not remember, in fact, that a while back on our blog, we did this thing, which we found incredibly fun, but we only did it once, called the actor... No. Face Off. Face Off. That's it, right. I couldn't even remember the thing. <laughs> Was it the drama Act Off? I can't... I think drama Act Off, I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> So we did a yeah a drama act off with a drama act off actor act off oh who knows actor act off on even or is what we are trying to get to that's what I'm trying to get dang this is what happens when Anissa leaves us alone. <laughs> So, uh, drama act off with Imino, where we compared his projects and we talked about the various uh, incarnations of his characters and how we felt about them. And we sort of ended that with a Imino versus Imino and which Imino came out on top. <laughs> and at this time, I'm not sure I even remember the result, but we are here to do the same with Soinguk. Yeah. Or not exactly, because like all Soinguks are winning Soinguks, so... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. Even when he has like the most atrocious hair, he's still winning. <laughs> so, I mean, let's give you a map before we go in. And this is so I guess our listeners can tell us whether we are good at following maps or not. So we are going to start with the film that I just watched called Pipeline that I saw him in. And spoiler, best hair. And then we're going to <laughs> then we're going to sort of dive into what that film put us in mind of in his past characters and naturally that will lead to a conversation of the best sewing gooks which will naturally lead to a conversation of the most misused sewing gooks the worst done to the worst <laughs> right. the one done dirty <laughs> and then we may talk about his i mean i guess we will talk about the other dramas that he has been in that we may not have a lot of comment on and we will eventually arrive at his debut because we are traveling back in time and then i guess may the best swing win <laughs> and now the episode's over you can all go home <laughs> we already declared that all swing win right okay okay so 
I have to uh, just point out here that this is my second Soin Gook movie. He's done three, I think. I have watched No Breathing and Pipeline. And No Breathing, I mean, when it, they showed us the trailer, I was... I bet you watched that for Lee Jong-suk, though. I did. <laughs> I did. Yes. And then I watched Reply 1997 and I was like... Move over, Lee Jong-suk. I'm going to go back and watch it again for this one time for the Halifax. <laughs> and my God, he was just so... Oh, ah, okay. You know what? Let's let's, let's talk about Pipeline, pipeline first. <laughs> okay, so the first thing I want to say about Pipeline is that hair, like best Soingo care, really the best Soingo care. Why? Like, you know, there was a sort of late 90s, early 2000s boys with long hair thing. Why did that die? Like, I'm really not into <laughs> short boy hair. Why can't boys have long hair? And also, why can't they have middle partings? I know this is a, an extremely unpopular view, but like long hair, middle part, that looks really nice to me. And I just regret that that time has gone. And then we had that horrible period in sort of the mid, sort of like 2013, 14-ish. Do you remember like in Pride and Prejudice, the K-drama with Chojin Yok? He had this horrible haircut. That hair was like in hair for years and I hated it. And everyone had it. It's like that straight... But like jaggy yeah, yeah, cut, yeah, and it was it was I horrible. Know. It was really ugly. It, it was horrible. It it ruined all, and it had to be. It could only work with straight hair. So yeah. actors with naturally wavy hair suddenly had to straighten their hair, and it just looked so <laughs> weird on them. I we ah. pr- I mean, I promised we would not go into digressions, <laughs> but I'm gonna make just one, just one. That it like it's a testament to Chejinyuk uh, that he still didn't look bad, even though he had the worst hair in that show <laughs> anyway back to Soin so Pipeline basically is a story of this underground literally underground I guess he's like a drilling project <laughs> he's like a drilling prodigy who goes around making um, secret siphoning holes in pipes to steal oil, whatever oil is it always oil to, to sort of um, yeah, siphon yeah. off the oil and he's kind of legendary in the business and so he gets hired by uh, various people who want to you know get a bit of oil on the side and he ends up being solicited by a big wig who wants him to do a really big oil heist. Yeah, very dangerous. And so you have this uh, gathering of a group of um, oil drilling misfits. Misfits? Yes, (laughs) of course. (laughs) And, you know, they're locked underground together and they have to do this job. So there's all this bonding and... um, it's a, It's not, there's not a lot of women in this film, but it. I also don't feel like it suffers from that. There's uh, Bedabin, who plays, um, I think, one, yeah, one of the only female roles in it, in the show, uh, in the film. So we're so used to talking about shows. <laughs> and, you know, for the longest time I was watching that thinking, who is that? Who is that? And then I suddenly realized, actually, she just looks like So Hyunjin, like completely. So, yeah, that. Did I do a good job on the summary? I'm not sure. You can add anything to it <laughs> I if think you want. you did. <laughs> So mainly all of the characters, they're called by their uh, yeah. job names. Like So in Gok's character is called Drillbit because mm-hmm. that's his primary job. Uh, there is a character, uh, Gapsung, whose uh, job is to like hammer stuff. So his name is Big Hammer. Yeah. 
and that's beta bit is counter her. because she mans the counter and anytime like cops or somebody comes to check something she wants oh is that why she's called counter i mean it kind of makes it sense does, she's also good with wires mm. but that's like a secondary thing it didn't seem to be her main job So yeah, everybody has their different roles, and the big wig who hires uh, So and Gok and the rest of the team is played by Isa Hyuk. Oh, I totally forgot to say that. <laughs> and also, they of course reunite. I mean, they don't spend a lot of screen time together, but they reunite in Doom yeah. at your service, which airs so, around the same time that it. Help. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they kind of ended up cross promoting uh, the two things, like the movie, uh, like while they were doing the movie promotions, they were promoting the drama, and with the drama promotions, they were kind of, basically they were amping up their own a yeah, two for chemistry. one. Yeah, and it was it was great because they play very different characters in the two uh, stories. Mm. You know this this is something that I um, miss in dramas sometimes, which is the sort of this just the mm. band of boys because like a bunch of boys together is. different to a bunch of girls together or most often what we get a, a romantic pairing and it's just as fun it's a comedy action comedy and it doesn't feel you know like how some things you're just a bit scared to watch which we're going to talk about another day when we talk about Pakshin in the call you're just like i'm you're ready to enjoy this i actually got the feeling like i got from like midnight midnight runners which is a film whose name i can <laughs> never say the first time around because i don't know for some reason it's tongue twister it's got fox ajun and kang kang hanel <laughs> kang hanel yeah very cute it's just fun yeah it's just fun and it's not overly serious it's not even that deep you know it's not a particularly meaningful film but it's just uh i hate to like speak like a cliche but it's a very joyful romp it's good like buddy <laughs> copish and it's not all of the good mm. uh things that buddy cops have that was great and here like the whole yeah. band of thieves thing that see a lot of dramas and movies keep trying to do the band of thieves thing and what falls apart in my opinion is often not the story but the chemistry in the group mm. but somehow they had good chemistry in this film whenever soen gook is cast in a drama or a, a movie in this case like this somehow the group chemistry is just so good and you know what i will give this boy the credit because it's his chemistry with each of the actors that was keeping the team together it's his interaction with each of the characters that was mm. establishing the other characters persona like their story their their motivation and all of that so yeah full marks to sun yeah and i th- i think the other thing that made you feel kind of a bit nostalgic and happy when you watch this is that it just really puts you in mind of his other roguish characters particularly in the drama of many names police unit 38 task squad 38 task 38 38 task, 38, 38, 38 <laughs> task force it has many names we generally have called it by police unit 38 which i don't think is actually its official title right now i think squad 38 is its most official possibly however that was the first drama i recapped for drama means and that was just... the one we dra- we recapped together yes. and so it's like it has a special place in our heart uh, for that reason as does. well And I enjoyed recapping it, it so, so much. And I know that it wasn't a very popular drama yes. at the time. Like the storyline wasn't. But, but the people who watched it loved it. Yeah. I think it was one of those shows you'd be like. It, it, so basically it was about um, tax collectors. And Madong Sook, who of course is just wonderful. He is this tax collecting official. And he, they recruit like the con man. 
um, the Sagikun, right? They're recruiting the con man to help them collect uh, taxes from tax evaders. And rich tax evaders, like corporate tax evaders, like very, very big fish. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's very white color. Yeah. So on paper, it sounds extremely dull. Like, why do you want to watch this? But like, you do want to watch this. It's not dull at all. Go and also read our recaps because our recaps are really good. And and we will link them. (laughs) Are we allowed to say that? They are really good. Okay. We we put all of our fan feelings into it. And we'll link them below. Um, Yeah. It also features one of the best fights of all drama land. (laughs) It does? You know, remember that playground fight with between him and Madong Suk? Oh my god, you're right. I took you literally. <laughs> it was just the best and the worst. <laughs> oh no, literally. Oh, the best and the so worst. Good. All in one. It was so good. And see, the thing is, the Les in that character um, that Soin Gok played, like, yes, he's a con man. But he's a con man with a backstory. And the backstory is pretty... It's not so much pathos written. It's like... He has made a series of decisions that has taken his life down a certain path. And he has decided that he can't turn back, even though he has incentive to turn back. There are people who care about him. Like he's decided he can't be redeemed. And that's such a compelling choice in a character. But it's not, it's not sad. It's, we're we're not saying it's sad. It's like, it's so, so, and the thing (laughs) is, every heist they carry out, every con they carry out, it's just so satisfying to watch the, you know, comments happen. Mm, Yeah. And I remember, um, because I also wrote a review on it at the end of the year, a a highly mauled review, can I say? (laughs) Am I allowed to say that? You can say anything. This is our podcast. Uh, I wrote a beautiful review and the editor mauled it. There we go. I said it. (laughs) And so I'm not as proud of it as I was when I first wrote it because I wrote it so beautifully. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Oh, the tea is being spilled today. Uh, It's still worth a read, though. It was really nice to do. The gist of it remains. Mm. But I remember that what really like struck me in that show is his absolute, like his chameleon nature. And that's like the word that would come to mind for me with Soin Guk is the man is a chameleon. He can do anything. That's it. Yeah, he absolutely can. Like he can flip. Like you think that he is doing Oh, I mean, come on. The reason we love these heist movies, like the con man stuff, is because of the... It's the way they can turn the emotion on a dime, right? Right. I mean, really well done movies. They can, they can do mm. that. You think... It's like you peel away the layers and there's more layers. And then you peel away those layers and there's another layer. And you're like, there, there's no... Like, there's not a point where you're like, the character ends and Soinguk begins. That he's all like... Every layer is the character. Yeah, and, and not to... And the character is so complex. It is, and not to make it sound too um, complicated, but basically the cons are a charade that's happening on screen, but there's also a charade that he's playing with his teammates. And it, it when it unravels, it just like grips your heart. It's just... Ah, so in Gok is just... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <So> <laughs> he should be protected. <laughs> Just, yeah, magic, yeah. I think, is if that's the right word. That is the right word. So I haven't actually finished watching Doom at Your Service. What? And I I just, I, I'm sorry. Every There's too many dramas and I'm still trying. And I think I stopped it at a point where I was like, things are going to get sad. I don't want to be sad. Therefore, 
See you later. <laughs> <laughs> and I ha- it later hasn't come yet, though it probably should soon. And also, like, I remember that you said, and perhaps Anissa said as well, that the smile has left your eyes kind of paved the way for his role in Doom. What's your opinion on, like, if we go backwards from Doom to, to the smile has left your eyes and then sort of take it back to Shopping King Louis, what would you say about the evolution of his acting between those roles? So with smile has left your eyes so again that is another epic performance no matter how you feel about how the drama wrapped up there is like it's not just charisma dripping from him of course it is but you know when you are spinning a tale of a doomed relationship for many reasons that are not necessarily the fault of the two involved the protagonists know it's doomed And yet when you have the heroine being drawn to this guy and she knows that it's a bad thing, that this can go nowhere, that she should stop. Usually you're screaming at the screen going, why are you being so dumb? But Mm. not in this drama because Soen Gook weaves this magic and like every time he looks at her, every time like he's walking with her, the small smiles. The quips that are hiding like inner pain and I'm making it sound so dramatic, but he does it so simply (laughs) that you are just pulled in. I would have been stunned if somebody could actually like if Jung So Min could have been like, nope, not attracted to that. Are you human woman is what I would have thought. So um, (laughs) he has been blessed with good co-stars. He has. Like in, you know, uh, Doom at Your Service, he was paired with Pug Boyong in The Smile Has Left Your Eyes. It was Jung So Min. -Min. And then in Shopping King Louis, it was Nam Ji Hyun, right? Oh, yeah. And she was great. And, And he just, he... He does such a great job of creating. And again, I shouldn't just give all all the credits to him. As you said, his co-stars are so amazing. Let's just go back a little bit to all of his co-stars, actually, because... um, No, 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 no. Let's not. Let's not. Let me finish what I was saying about the comparative thing. So (laughs) the reason I'm like waxing lyrical about his ability to like just weave this like heery magic is because Soinkok has this pressure cooker... Uh, thing in him where you feel like there is this intensity building inside him like he's just holding that in check and his quick smiles and the you know brief glances that he gives you away or like the careless way he looks when something really momentous is happening but he looks like completely unbothered all of that stuff comes together to make you feel as if he's bottling up so much inside and that can burst any moment the problem with Doom at Your Service was initially, the first two, three episodes especially, you could feel that pressure cooker a lot. Mm, Because his character is such a... Like if you think of the larger mythology that the story was creating... His character is so tragic. You understand mm. why like almost a godlike being is suicidal at this point because dude, just everything about his eternal life. Yeah, like he acts with the unspoken basically. Like everything that he wouldn't speak was also his acting. Right. Now, the only and I've said this before, the complaint that I had with Doom was that that pressure cooker feeling, it was like instead of letting it explode at a really great moment, they just let it fizzle out. Like they put it down oh, in no. a simmer and then the gas escaped. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> because they, they shouldn't call it drill bit. You know why? There's just one reason. <laughs> they wouldn't let him smile. Not not the oh. so in smile. Like that smile that 
cuts through to you and it's it's like unexpected but also just makes your head spin everything. a bit yeah, yeah everything <laughs> they i mean for whatever reason the director decided that this was a sober sewing gook a sewing gook that will only smile in tiny bits and not uh, even like the full sewing gook smile and i'm like this must be a person who doesn't cook because it's like you need to put the salt in your cooking for all the flavors to come out uh, right <laughs> and sewing gook does like every time you put him in a character who has that kind of a build up inside but you can't see it on the surface on the surface he's just this really attractive carefree boy and then there is all of that stuff building up inside i think those are his most epic characters and for me always at least till now number 1 will always be reply 1997 oh that's that, true that build up was so slow but steady and steady and steady and when he bursts there is this norebang scene where he just has this monologue and that was so every time i rewatch that drama i watch that monologue and i still get goosebumps so tell me how many times have you rewatched it <laughs> if you, you have counted me, woman? <laughs> how is it shame are you proud of yourself ah uh, Show me Barana, you know. Not everyone can do it. <laughs> um, okay, I think in full I've probably watched it like four times, but in parts um um quite quite a few quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm actually a, a little regretful that that is a drama I didn't really like and so I didn't watch any of the replies after and I didn't want to rewatch that. So that was it's not because there was anything wrong with it, it's because that it was too real and it was like for me it was too reminiscent of a time that I didn't enjoy in my life. Mm. Therefore I could not enjoy the drama. And I can't hold that against you. <laughs> yeah, but maybe I should go back to it. Also in HD because I probably watched that in like grainy. Oh, I have res. watched it in all resolutions at that Oh uh, yeah, I mean because I literally probably would have watched that like if not in 2012 then it would have been in 2013 which was very soon after it came yeah. out. But you know what? That like if I am going to rank Soen Gooks, I would probably put like 1997 at the top in terms of that intensity mm. of acting. Yeah, like Yoon Yoon Jae is your first love. Yeah, like I absolutely. know this. Absolutely. He he totally <laughs> is. Like change the like, way I Like I don't know what you do if you had to choose between him and Hwang Tae-kyung from Your Beautiful. I don't know what you do. What would you do? Uh, I don't... don't make me choose. Let me have them both. <laughs> But that's the good thing about fictional boys. I don't have to choose. <laughs> you can have them all. Put them in your little harem of fictional boys. <laughs> I just like look at them and like cheer them on, and that's all I want. Like, just go back to your acting, please. <laughs> Now the thing is if I was to like seriously rank them in my head like in terms of that intensity of performance I understand that 1997 was he was still raw but there was something about mm. the fact that he was but that young But it's the very rawness that makes that character so kind of like vis- like you're so viscerally present yeah. in his depiction of of Yunyunje But it was very close to see the director basically just got it he he got what made Soin Gook so in gook so and mm. and tapped wholly into it so well done you and so it that was probably the highest and then like in terms of intensity of performance it'll probably be the smile has left your eyes and after that after that would be what's it called 
High School King? Yes! High School King of Sami! <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, oh boy, that oh was, boy, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, that's like the most joyful. I mean, actually, I haven't watched Shopping King Louis, but like, for me... Oh, but you would love um, it! I, I tried it and I didn't uh, like no, the first episode. Not the initial episode. two episodes. Not the initial two episodes. It takes a bit uh, of uh, getting... But then once he's stripped of all his privileges and he's basically having to like fend for himself. Oh my God. <laughs> so adorable. I think it wasn't so good that I didn't like it. It was like the way that Namjian's character was introduced in that ah. show I was just like eh. I just wasn't enjoying it and maybe I was just in the mood for murder so you know who knows that's a thing to be fair that that like the entire appeal of uh, Shopping King Louis came down to his relationship with her and how their dynamics slowly shifted initially he was just a burden to her he had no memory but he had all of the habits of like a chivol prince so she had to constantly <laughs> bail him out of situations where he's like ruined things or bought things or done stuff and he's very cute but he's also like innocent and like he's this beautiful super innocent memoryless boy wandering around <laughs> and she's too soft-hearted to just like ditch him even though she tries at some point oh and completely not on the same topic i just realized this because uh, we're about to talk about high school king of savvy mm. that was also isuyuk so <gasps> oh my like, god that's right he was the second like, yeah like for me high school king of savvy is the most joyful soinguk but mm. like i i know for a lot of people that that's shopping king louis no no, no 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 that is you're right because shopping king louis soinguk was interesting and he was appealing but he didn't have the magnetism that he usually has in these roles and that's definitely high school king wasabi like <laughs> it was just so so have have you watched the king's face i have not watched which is face. based okay that that's based on the film um the face reader i think and i watched one episode because i was meant to be recapping it back when i was writing at drama beans and they ended up dropping that so we didn't do it but yeah i sort of am a little regretful that we can't add a saga soinguk to this because that's that's a perspective i wonder how he does in saga i'm not curious enough to watch the entire drama because this time is finite but yeah like listeners if you can tell us about uh saga soinguk please tell us how good or bad or there's no bad <laughs> tell us how he is in the king's face can i go to my other favorite sewing gook yes i have like all they're all my favorite sewing gooks <laughs> um i remember you from 2015 hello um, aka hello monster <laughs> yeah that's just see this is what i mean about his co-stars his co-stars are always just like you couldn't ask for better. His co-star in um, I remember you, Jang Nara and Park Go Young. Exactly. Park Go Sorry. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even catch that. Yeah, and it's just uh like he doesn't only have romantic chemistry or he has romantic chemistry but also with his male co-stars and it's just ah i love it like his chemistry with madong sook is probably one of my favorite relationships of his yeah. and the one between him and pagbogum again that's my best pagbogum kind of almost we're not talking about him today but like oh i remember you were so good like there's so many it's you know it's that it's that ambiguity in his characters that he's able to give like he is able to give his own particular and I, I mean I hesitate to use the word unique because I don't think unique applies to most things but like at the same time it's kind of a very unique ambiguity that Soinguk brings to complex characters that you never quite know where you are with them but you also want to 
believe that they are not going to sort of mislead and misguide you. But you're never quite sure. And I really, like, that's what I really enjoy in a character. Like, I want to want to be with you, like, on your character journey, but I also want to have that free son of, like, unease. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think he brings out really well he in that He does. Show. You never know if his character is going to turn out to be, like, happy or tragic. Or, or the murderer. Or the murderer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> because you do spend most of the show thinking, like, any of yeah, any, um, like, any, three characters. Aside from Nara, I suspected everyone. Yeah, exactly. And you don't find out until you know pretty close to the end and even when you do find out you're still not quite sure like how good are you how bad are you what exactly are you capable of because he plays his cards really close to his chest right it reminds me of this i'm just gonna take a quick book detour sorry everybody who's here for k-drama but like you know how in anne of green gables and you know there's that scene where um diana's getting married and they're doing all of the prep and Anne is like, oh, but Fred, Fred Wright, who Diana marries, mm. is that a spoiler? <laughs> like a hundred years later, I don't know. <laughs> She's like, oh, but Fred is too good. And they're like, well, do you want her to marry a bad man? And she's like, I don't want him to be bad, but I want to know that he could be bad. And it's like, I that's get it. what I, I it totally is. Get exactly. Like hundred percent, Anne, you got that right. <laughs> I don't want him to be bad. But I want to know that he could be bad and he chooses not to be. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there is more moral strength in that to have like right. the, that yeah. range that you would be, you can think, you can conceptualize yeah. this action, but you choose not to do it. Exactly. I got it, man. I, this is why I love Dan as a kid. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, Anne, you understand me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We read too much and that's why we're single. <laughs> Anyway, different topic. Back to the topic at hand. So going backwards, we have kind of arrived back to, oh, I think we've actually arrived back at his debut. We are in 2012. It's before um, Reply 97. And this is a drama that I didn't watch. But if I did watch it, it would have been for Jengensuk. And what drama would that have been? Boroba, who definitely watched it for Jengensuk. Uh, the drama that just the drama that just made me realize that I shouldn't follow actors into every project that they do. Like some actors you just have to let go at the character level. Yeah. And that was, of course, the man of your beautiful goes and does love rain, which was just <laughs> I don't even know what that was. What was that character? It's like when you realize that the actor that you just loved so much the first time you see him and you follow him in every other project and you're like, he had one good drama and I've already watched it. And the problem (laughs) is that every subsequent drama that he did, it seemed to me, he was trying to recreate the magic of You're Beautiful. So all of his subsequent characters were pale imitations of Wong Tae Kyung, but in the hands (laughs) of either really bad writers or like just... I don't know, Daddy. I mean, somebody should have told him to go place very, <laughs> like a very different character. But um, yeah. But let's talk about Sewing Gook in this drama. <laughs> let's not. <laughs> let's forget this happened. Oh, okay. Well, that, I guess that's a that's a good um, lead into the most misused Sewing Gook. Mm. The thing is, we can forgive debuts for misusing Absolutely. people because that's the point of a debut. Sure. That you know, the point of his debut is you just sort of say hello and then you duck out. But then we had, after he did 97, he actually had a, a main role in a long weekender called Rascal Sons in 2012, which we didn't watch. We didn't watch. I've been thinking of watching it, but it's then I long. haven't even watched High Kick, so it's... 
Yeah, I mean, I started one of the high kicks and I was like, this is 50 episodes. I got 10 episodes and I was like, I'm tired. But it's good. It's good. I watched the Lee Jung Suk one, The Revenge of the Short-Legged. Yeah, that's the one with that I want to watch. With and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not that it wasn't entertaining. It's just, it's kind of, it's fatiguing to commit to that many episodes. And it's not like, there's not a high tension where you're like invested in watching it from episode to episode, cliffhanger to cliffhanger. Mm. It's more kind of a, you would put it on while you do stuff. And I never put tv on while i do stuff that i need to read subtitles for so then it became a well i could actually watch a like a fancy drama in the time that i would otherwise be watching a low budget sitcom nothing against low budget sitcoms but yeah anyway different story i need to stop digressing so after that role he went to master's son which we can consider his next prestige drama but it was not a good role it was a very bland role. I, I mean, think that's the most, that's the, its biggest sin to me. It was a bland second lead. It, yeah, I mean, he did the obligatory second lead. He had to, to get to his next adult yeah. Uh, yeah. main lead role. Like a stepping stone role. Yeah, it's we, we know that. So this is how dramas work. This is how your promotion ladder works in drama land. Like, especially yeah. with actors, you do like the bit role. Then if you get to the second lead role, that's great. But even if like before the second lead role, you might do like a high school lead, but that doesn't automatically guarantee a grown-up lead. You need more exposure. Mm. So you do like an adult second lead. And then you hope for your adult main lead. And he actually went back and did High School King of Savi after that, which was another one. <laughs> yeah. And I realized there's a drama that we've sort of not seen at all here, which is a another web drama. Yes. Oh, have you seen it? No, I haven't. Again, on my list, haven't seen it yet. It's like a fifth, uh, like it's 50 minutes in total. It's five, 10 minute episodes. Oh, it's one so of those little web here. dramas. Yeah, with, with Wang Jiwon as well. And like, that actually kind of sounds worth watching. Yeah, you're right. It might be a little it, small, tiny show, it, it but it's got seems good. It like not the happily ever after type. Oh, it's interspecies. Yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say one of the tags for it on my drama list is... Uh, interspecies romance which is just like I didn't know but okay (laughs) I I mean the interspecies being human and alien which I guess we find socially acceptable still yeah yeah it's not socially unacceptable (laughs) (laughs) so here's a thought I had when I was watching uh you from another star so and go could have been so good (laughs) oh he would you know instead we got oh but you know Kim Soo-hyun is also, they have that kind of vibe, don't no, they? That sort of alien Kim vibe. Kim Soo-hyun has like, yeah, that that like from the structural perspective maybe, but from mm. performance, they are like... Oh no, then night and day. Akash Patal, as, as they say, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, literally night and day, right? <laughs> Heaven and earth. And it's just, and Kim Soo-hyun really needed to grow up before he, he mm. could tackle a role like that. Instead, he was given, yeah. like, he was just so wooden. I think he wasn't asked to do a lot, so he got away with being a bit wooden. But can you... Because that's like, but can you imagine saying oh. you're doing that? That's so true. I never imagined it, and now I have, and now I'm disappointed. <laughs> like I'm retroactively disappointed in that drama, even more so. What if- <laughs> can you imagine a pairing with John Ji Hyun though for um Soinguk? That would be interesting. That would be amazing. But <laughs> but the last thing I've seen her in was with Imino, and I wasn't impressed. Like you know, when you're in a drama where there's like negative chemistry, mm. it kind of touches everybody. So I'm like, I don't know if I think Jun Ji Hyun is so great anymore. <laughs> no, I think she's great. Especially, have you watched um, Kingdom? Uh, uh, the 
Ashen of the North. Ashen of the Have North. Have No, I haven't been watching any of the Kingdom ones. She's, she's so good. Like, I think the, it could have been even... Like, I don't want to get into a whole review of it, but like she's mm. just... I love her. She's amazing. Okay, that's good to hear. Then hopefully one day when she comes back in a drama with Sewing Gook, we can oh, that was- be like, that's so good. Or a film. I'll take a film I'll too. I'll take a film too. <laughs> Honestly, often with pairings that you... I'm sorry, that was my dog. He, he's yawning it's yawning <laughs> so he wants me to scratch his belly so he has that uh, whole you know oh. on his back position oh yeah okay but he gets belly rubs all day it's fine if he gets ignored for five minutes <laughs> so like sometimes when you really look forward to a pair it's kind of better to have them in a movie where directors have and, and the writers have less space to screw things up yeah true true yeah I mean, if you consider that um, uh, Crash Landing on You sort of descended, fr- that that pairing descended from the co-starring and the negotiation, uh, yeah, which exactly. was not a good movie. Sonia Jin and Hyunbin. <laughs> oh, was it not? It was. Oh, I just watched the trailer yesterday. And I was the like, trailer oh, looks was good. so good. And then I watched the movie, and I'm like, why is this a story? Oh no, <laughs> that's disappointing. I guess that's more um, justification for having the drama where it was really yeah. good. Yeah, because their yeah. chemistry was great, even though. They they were just connected across like like mm. a Zoom call, I guess. But it's um, <laughs> great chemistry, not very well written. So are we ready to sort of roll into our closing questions? Yes, let's roll into okay, what is our closing so, questions. Well, I have one for you, which I hope will cause you a great deal of emotional pain and torture. Oh, no. So <laughs> bright sewing gook or dark sewing gook? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Dark sewing book. Because bright sewing book, as charming and full of light as it is, nobody can do dark sewing book. I mean, in that way. Oh. Yeah, same. 100% agree. Okay, I have I have one for you. Okay. Um, I personally feel like all of his cameos were trash in every drama that he's ever cameoed in. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think that is? <laughs> I don't I mean, know. I, unless you Why don't agree with that? me. Do you agree with me? No, I mean, the thing, I think it's the nature of a special appearance is that they're so short and quick that of course there's no time for building up any kind of character work or complexity or anything it's literally just a moment of a rando coming in I mean it's Soingook coming in you get excited oh it's Soingook then he's gone so maybe it's the nature of the thing that makes it impossible no, for it to be good for instance do you remember when Avis there there was that uh, small thing where he and uh, Jong Min came in and they were supposed to be like from another world and oh right? you're right do you how in that what was that show um abbas the smile has left your eyes they they were paired there and then they the next drama that soinko came in as a guest kind of as a reminder uh, of that pairing right was, and it was i forgot about and that i think it was like the same <laughs> production team or something because the the idea of this basically seemed to be like yeah i mean they died in that movie but look they came back as like star living creature I anyway intergalactic creatures. actually i say i just said i remember it but i don't remember it. i because remember it was that completely i really unmemorable. disliked abyss yeah yeah although interesting connection there so you had pug boyong in abyss yeah. and and then you know they went on to have uh, do my dear service. Do my dear service. Okay. 
And the other thing that happened before Doom at Your Service, or perhaps it was at the same time, I can't remember the exact time, but like he had a little walk on in Navalera ah, as well yeah. with the silver hair. With the silver hair. So it was like, you know, he turned up and I was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> it was very so actually cross really enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I, here's the thing. I actually have a theory about why he's trash as, as in guest. Oh, tell me. I, because again, I, I take you back to Abyss and that brief moment where he's supposed to be the you know galaxy hopping being of light and Jung So Min was selling it whatever the character uh, brief was she was said and whereas so in Cook's entire thing was he was sleepwalking even his dialogue delivery was so bored he could just be he would drop dead right then and everybody would be like <laughs> nothing much happened and I think that's because he needs convincing briefs like he needs to be convinced of the character's motives of what the character is thinking he needs to actually sink into a character to perform uh, and if he's so told, you're saying his method he's very method if he's told uh, that go in there deliver this line he's just going to do it in the most most bored way possible. He'll do it the same way he does that, interviews. That pretty much is what he did in Nevalera. I've never seen his interviews. Is he like no, that? So his interviews are like very casual. He's very low energy, like very chill and he makes dry oh. jokes and it's like, it's like very relaxing <laughs> to watch his yeah. interviews. But like you can't act like that. That's not acting and then he doesn't act yeah. if he's not given a brief where he can properly the only exception to this I think because I, I went because I was such a fan girl I went and saw his cameo <laughs> in 1994 I clips of it he does a good job there because he knows the character oh he, yeah I actually watched that once like I specifically sought out that little scene yeah. because yeah you're right because he's been that character he, he, and he has knows been that Union character. J in 97 so he knows what he's yeah. playing in 94 it's not yeah uh, but every other cameo Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I never thought of it that way. It's my theory. It's a convincing theory. <laughs> okay, so before we end this episode, I want to know, Saya, which is your all-time favorite Zoin Gok? I have to say Police Unit 38. Ah! See, I understand that completely. I do. Yeah. The thing with, like, like I feel with Yang Jungdo, and this will be my last word, <laughs> he's a character who brings everything. Like, everything that you want to see in a human being and in a character like the the high the low the pathos the bathos is that how you pronounce I that so. i don't know <laughs> the just the dark and the light he brings all of it in that single character yeah. and oh it's so he good does. if i could watch that again for the first time oh, oh i would <laughs> yeah what about you you know, it's not it's not an objective opinion because objectively he has done better performances. Oh no, yeah. this isn't objective. This is hundred percent subjective. There's no objectivity here. This is all about the subjective winner of your heart. Union J. <laughs> that 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 would be Union J from ni- Reply 1997. <laughs> so that wraps up Soinguk. Thank you, Soinguk, for providing so much fodder for our episode today. And thank you, Boromo, <laughs> for always being ready to talk about Soinguk. Thank you, Saya, for getting me to do this episode. I, very I had to work really hard to convince you. Opportunity. It's you had to work so hard you had to send me one text. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people find us if they want to find okay, us so if you are on twitter please follow us at dramas overflow and if you want to follow us individually you can find saya 
at not now sire and you can find Barama <laughs> at festa pasta <laughs> and you can sign up to our newsletter the link is in the description and you can find us on instagram at dramas over flowers underscore and just look us up on facebook type dramas over flowers and our website is dramasoverflowers.net and email us about why we're wrong or right (laughs) about swinguk and if you read anne of green gables and you agree with her opinion about bad men that address is dramasoverflowers at gmail.com and Dramas Over Flowers is part of the Frolic Podcast Network find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts thank you guys bye Good, but it was long. <laughs>